welcome 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 i'm your host femi welcome again to my podcast triple l g i know it's been a while guys longer waited uh podcast relations to the marriage mindset part two and um, this is a woman's view um and it's important that you know we'll be fair on this podcast and get both sides um you know just to you know get some clarity so i want to welcome the lovely the amazing the virtuous you know woman that i know you know um I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you introduce yourself the lovely vanessa uh vanessa do you want to just you know give you know a little bit of an idea of you know who you are you know you don't have to say too much you know or what you what do you do you know just let people know you know just let them know let let them know who you are sure uh, my name is vanessa brian and uh currently um my nine to five basically is working as an assistant registrar for a um, for a an educational institute uh, but as my pastime I'm into Christian media so Christian filmmaking or Christian content um, as well as on the, the weekends or where, wherever I'm available I am a part of my local church where I do lead worship lead prayer at times bring the word of God whenever I'm asked to so that's just a little bit about me <laughs> lovely lovely thank you uh, that's, that's amazing you know as I said you know I think you're you know you're an amazing woman you know you seem you're very very grounded in your faith and yeah and you're striving you know you're you're literally you know just you know yeah. entrepreneur you know I, I see that so <laughs> we, we we praise the Lord um I want to say again <laughs> amen I want to say again you know, we thank the Lord you know for for his provision for enabling us to obviously you know be able to talk about these things i hope that you know myself yourself and other people can learn and have you know some valuable you know information inspirations to the marriage mindset all right That's in right. part one you know i spoke about you know from a man's point of view what's required you know how we view marriage you know and what we should be doing as men you know in relations to our search so i wanted to hear from you vanessa you know in, in terms of like you know marriage what, what do you feel first the marriage mindset might involve in terms of like being a woman what do you feel like you might need to you know get in place before you know you seek you know marriage right so first and foremost i believe that it's important for uh if i'm speaking strictly from the female perspective i believe that it is important that the woman knows who she is in christ first before she thinks about adding someone else to her life um, it's also important to know wh- where God is taking her before she adds another person to her life because I find that um, under the under the guise of submission, a lot of times the the household becomes the end all be all. The husband and the kids become the end all be uh, the end all be all. But the thing is, you have to choose a mate that will complement the direction that God is taking you. Mm. So unfortunately, so many times when you speak to, let's say our mothers of the previous generation, uh, you will see that God was leading them in a certain direction and they either had a powerful ministry or powerful entrepreneurs and whatnot. And then everything just stopped when they got married. 
And mm. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being um, a stay-at-home mother and stuff like that. But the vision that God had for that woman before before anybody else came into her life was there. Basically, God had a vision when he created that woman in the womb of her mother. And it becomes unfortunate where that vision never manifests and stops at marriage. And I think that's where, I think that a woman has to be very grounded and knows where God is taking her first and foremost, her values, who she is in Christ before she decides to look for a person because I think that she may not even realistically know what to look for in a man if she doesn't have these things down patched first. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I think that's, you know, for what you said, that last part, especially, you know, it's, it's like the grassroots, you know, the grassroots understanding, you know, it's like know what mm-hmm. you're looking for first, you know. Exactly. What is required from you as a man or as a woman in terms of going into marriage? Because one thing I've realized, even for me as a, as a man on this journey, <clears throat> is that within the marriage mindset, you know, it's understanding, you know, what kind of person is suitable to be a wife you know what kind of understanding do you have to have in place to know that person is suitable for you as even for me as a man so because I, I i just wondered like maybe women you know you know for my own you know <laughs> i don't want to sound like i'm being naive but i, I kind of get the impression that most women just you know have a huge selection you know and mm-hmm. then you know they just pick and i just i wonder like you know what did they pick on you know what did they what, what are the criterias you know that it should be looking at you know you've mentioned a few things there like you know what in what area the man is heading you know what, mm-hmm. what purpose you know that man serves in her life you know not that you know when she gets in a relationship everything just stops and she just focuses on the husband but she needs to know that her purpose and his purpose you know from what i'm getting are intertwined you know right. that, that it makes sense what do you think definitely i mean i know that um this society teaches every man for himself and it's so ironic how um god created the world because when you realize how god created the world everything is codependent on each other um man and women are not meant to be um they're in terms of you know rights as in like workplace and stuff like that yes there should be equal rights in terms of if i'm doing the same job whether i'm male or female i should be paid equally but the thing is they are not men and women are not the same and the the sooner that we embrace the differences in both of them there would not be this war that we have in the 21st century where you have women competing to be as men and vice versa women Mm. and men they complement each other beautifully because men function a certain way and women are wired a certain way so hence why it is important that you choose that proper mate because they will complement you on this journey. Wherever you're weak, that person is strong. Wherever that person is weak, that's where you're strong because the Bible says iron sharpens iron, right? So it's one of those kinds of um, things that when you're looking for a mate, I think people think that we have a wide selection. We really don't. (laughs) We really don't. We really don't because... um, and I and I'm gonna say it for both genders. I mean, society is just crazy right now. The values that are being um, spoken out loud in society is just crazy right now. It's sort of like they've put um, biblical 
mindset and precepts far in the corner and so to find people that have uh value or to find people that that esteem god um in a in a in a very um respectful way or they they're serious about their walk with with god and they're deliberate about it that is something that i find is very hard to find in this present day and age and um it's slim pickings out there i always i will say it's slim yeah. pickings it's slim pickings out there you know or if you find the person there's always something like ah you know like oh they're requiring me to move or they're going a different direction they have a different life view or it's not matching it's it's something that honestly patience is required patience with your own self is required patience for where god is taking you what he's teaching you in the in the journey it is definitely required but uh another aspect i would say that is required in the mate is basically um understanding uh if i'm not mistaken i believe somewhere in proverbs it says that a house is built by wisdom and understanding it doesn't necessarily say by love although love is needed but it's showing you how that how the house is built and is by yeah. wisdom and understanding mm. so um these are the two things that uh that i would think are essential in finding a mate amongst other things yeah you know i i 100% agree with you and i think you know the the misconception that most men have is going back to the initial question you know that they might think oh women have all these men and you know like they're just going to pick and and as you said it's slim pickings out there especially for women that's godly like yourself i think you, yeah. when you know where you're going and you know who's you know you have discernment like the lord gives you ladies that for free you know that's, that's mm-hmm. like that's like your spider sense you know and it's like and, yeah. it's, and it's like a lot of ladies don't they don't even they don't trust that you know I've, i have female friends who don't trust their own intuition like oh somebody's telling me this guy's not right but i don't know for me i'm like yo like go with what the lord is showing you you already know he's not right so why are you going it and another part is what i say is probably why i feel the selection process and this marriage mindset in some ways it's positive for some people but it works against others right mm-hmm. it's that mm-hmm. i feel that you know we look at this element of age sometimes you know in both right. men and women right. and then some of them might say well i'm getting old so i know that this man is not probably the best for me but because mm-hmm. i'm getting older i'm going to settle and be like oh yeah i got to get married i got to have some kids i have right. i have granny i have auntie i got mother pushing me to have kids and you know it's it's about time it's about time it's about time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we're not waiting on the lord when is god's time you know that's it it's God's time that we should be looking at right not our age and as you said about society i feel like you know it's like the next thing to do is like okay you know you're you're old now so you should have kids who said so you're old now you should be married I, that's right it. now so, that's what i want to know who told them that it's time well it's pressure you know it's pressure yeah. you know yeah. so when we talk about the marriage mindset for me and i i spoke about it from the man's point of view but i think from the lady's point of view it's the same thing getting in tune with christ right mm-hmm. and knowing mm-hmm. knowing exactly what the lord wants for me we look at the story of adam and eve right we know mm-hmm. that obviously eve came from adam you know stuff like that right. and we right. know that when he saw her she was she just she was presented you know right. her job was to be presented all right and she right. was presented and she was ready to take up the task 
yeah right you know mm-hmm. and i feel like you know there's pressure for women you know physically um mm-hmm. the pressure to you know and i, and I, I mean it's the nicest way possible christian or not even even in the bedroom all right in, yeah. in terms of all those sexual and all that kind of stuff it's a lot right. of pressure for ladies Mm-hmm. So seeing what it does, yeah, it's seeing what it does to women. You got to look a certain way. You got to have these certain attributes on your physique. You got to, mm-hmm. you got to wear these kind of shoes, these kind of outfits. It's a lot. It's a lot of right. pressure. You know. Right. So I, I just, you know, wanted to know, you know, from your standpoint, anyway. I, I know if you're a woman, you're a woman. You're right. You're a godly woman. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're in tune with Christ. You're you're focused on your on your on your calling. You know what the Lord is taking you. Right. It's the aspect of knowing when to i don't know when when do you when do you when do you know that this is the man you know as you said you know you have to well, seek the lord you have to right. you know take time to 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 understand and and um it's just about wisdom what was that about proverbs you said you said there's a there's a chapter in proverbs that talks about right. you know wisdom understanding right the, see I, I believe proverbs 24 says that by wisdom a house is built and um and and by an understanding i believe look if i if i if i base myself on the bible um i feel like to a certain extent we have over spiritualized making the selection for the mate mm. in the bible you have not seen anywhere where God has given anybody a dream or a revelation that this person is your wife. The only person who got that was Joseph because he was about to put Mary away. But because what she was carrying was destined for the entire world and Joseph had to be in the picture, the angel of the Lord came and said, okay, Joseph, do not put Mary away. But the rest of the bible that did not happen there was no aha moment or epiphany so that leads me to believe that god has given us given us enough tools um enough time in his presence uh enough communion with him to know for you to be able to choose your spouse wisely because Mm -hmm free will is still available right we're not robots if i mean god could have created us as robots the the incidents in the garden would have never happened uh but the fact of the matter is we have that free will and the fact of the matter is you could choose right and still have difficulty in your marriage that is something that people feel like whenever they start having difficulties they say was because i chose the wrong person no you, Mm -hmm. you could have chosen the right person and your marriage is still bumpy you know what I mean? Because that's just that's just life. You two are two different people cohabitating. You're raising kids. And so I think it's a lot of times we're waiting for that aha moment where, where the Holy Spirit is going to speak in our ear and say that is the one. But, but God, that is like not necessary. He has given us everything pertaining to the godliness according to scripture, right? So you, by that time, you should be able to say, hmm, this person is right for me or this person is not right for me the same way how you can discern ah this is not the right person for me is the same way you should be able to discern this is the right person for me and be honest with yourself i think us women our our default as you mentioned before is that the signs are there but 
we get carried away with our emotions and then when everything goes haywire we say oh we didn't know that he was like this okay you may not have known everything about him but what you needed to know to make a decision you knew you mm-hmm. definitely knew because mm-hmm. God does not leave us as orphans there is no there's no way that he's just going to um especially if you if you're having constant communion with him it's one thing when you're not but when you're having constant communion with him and you start to know the character of God and you know what is required from you and you know where you're going in life then you should be able to to effectively choose a proper mate right but sometimes yeah. people choose wrong because the emotions cloud the judgment uh, they're waiting of, for that audible voice yeah Sorry? and also lack of knowledge you know lack yeah, of knowledge definitely, you know? definitely definitely so i think it's one of those things that is like let's not over spiritualize it in the sense that we're waiting for angel gabriel to come down in our room and give us a revelation <laughs> the revelation is use your common sense that is the re- <laughs> that is the prophecy unto you <laughs> use your common sense you know you know i i so agree with what you said the over spiritualization part and one of the best examples for me <clears throat> of the utmost trust um mm-hmm was when Abraham was looking for a wife for Isaac and he sent yeah. his servant right yeah. and yeah. the servant said servant's prayer I'm only paraphrasing it was something like let the first woman that offers my um, donkey and my, myself for drink mm-hmm. water mm-hmm. Let, let, let her be the one right <clears throat> yeah that was a clear prayer of trust Right, I'm saying, right. Lord, I know you know you don't want to select me, you know, a wife. I don't want to look on with my own eyes and make this selection, but I trust right. you, and I know that Lord, you will bring the right person or the right. suitable person. Not to say that she's not, she's going to be perfect, but she'll be suitable mm-hmm. for That's this it. man and for this for his purpose, right? And That's he did not, it. he did not get led by his eyes. He just said, Lord, I trust you, and he trusted right. the Lord, right? And I know right. we said earlier that you know the Lord is not say oh this is your wife and you must marry her well done right. there you go he <laughs> has many children he has mm-hmm. many many children and as mm-hmm. you said you know, sometimes we are equipped enough to know how to make the correct decisions for ourselves because if we say that God gives us gives us the man and God gives us the woman to marry ideally right Right. If things don't go well, we're gonna say, "Lord, look at the man you gave me. Look at the woman you gave me." Yes, you know, like, that's what Adam did. Fault. Yeah, this is your fault. This is your fault. This is your fault. But mm-hmm. even in Mark ten, Mark ten eight tells us that you know, and the two will become one flesh. You mm-hmm. know, and that whole idea of becoming one flesh, it's not easy. You're gonna have arguments. You're gonna have disagreements. You're right. gonna have times where you feel like you feel like giving up. You're gonna have right. times when you feel, you know, you're not happy. Happiness is not the the, the issue about marriage. You know, everybody's happy all the time. You right, know, and right. in the society right now, just both for both men and women, in the marriage mindset, it's that we seek things that are not even um they're not marriage worthy in terms of like right. it's not longevity. It's momentary exactly. pleasure, it's momentary um 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 self-seeking things oh yeah you know he doesn't buy me this he's going to be mm-hmm. buying me every february the 14th but he doesn't buy me right. flowers like everybody else oh he doesn't right. he doesn't do this he doesn't do that it's like yo let's 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 get a bit deeper into into it you know she doesn't do exactly. this 
like cultivation is key and i believe cultivation goes for both parties you know if, I, if i'm going to have a helper in my life i should be happy to be cultivated as much as i'm going to cultivate her because her right. purpose is to help me and i'm going also going to help her to be a better person not just for me but for god that's the main purpose right that's right but i think that's on the side of marriage as well it's where we are also lacking because some people see marriage as just sex let me be real with mm-hmm. you Mm-hmm. So some some people see marriage as the green light for sex. That's it. Some people, some people see marriage as the green light for just somebody to take care of you, and you don't do mm-hmm. anything, right? right. So they, they feel like, oh, this this self-seeking, you know, just me, 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 me. But it's none. It's two becoming one, as the scripture mm-hmm. says, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And the Lord, the Lord joins together for you to 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 um, focus on His purpose, right, and to right. Uh, multiply. The, the whole idea of union of of marriage is not self-seeking at right. all. Yeah. At all, you're you're literally serving one another, and I know that in our current day society, we have a problem with servitude. We have a problem because we feel like the other person is taking advantage of us. But literally, that's what marriage is. You are serving your husband, and the husband is serving you, and um. I think in this day and age, less emphasis is being put on foundations of marriage. So they see the wedding day, but not the longevity of the marriage. The things mm-hmm. that need to be ironed out before the wedding day, it's sort of like, oh, they get swept up in the butterflies and oh, we're getting married, he proposed, blah, blah, blah. Okay, no problem. Go buy your dress and everything like that. But once the honeymoon is over, reality is going to hit very hard and there has to be something that keeps you within the marriage i was speaking to one of my friends the other day and i said um the advice that i was getting about marriage a lot of times it was well meaning but it wasn't balanced everybody was saying marriage is hard and it's and you know you're stuck with the same person for life and they're annoying and 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 i used to there was a part of me that at one point did not want to get married because of all of the and yeah. the quote unquote advice that I was getting. Mm-hmm. And then one day um I got kind of irritated and I said, you know, everybody is just telling me that marriage is hard, but you're not telling me what it is that despite the hardships you keep choosing this person. So because in my head I'm thinking, well if it's so awful, why don't you just get divorced and if it, if marriage is so terrible, why don't you leave? And mm. A lot of times the people could not answer and I'm like there is something that keeps you coming back to this same individual who snores, the same individual <laughs> who leaves a toilet seat up, the same individual who never picks up their toenails. Something keeps coming back something keeps you coming back to that person. And if you remove the Bible, if you remove um the church and any stigma there is something inside of you that keeps you dedicated to this person and that's one of the things that i was saying that we need to emphasize on that kind of thing because that is the evidence of a strong foundation there's mm-hmm. something in the foundation that is holding them together despite all of these annoyances and disagreements and that is i believe that one of the things that we need to focus more upon because in this day and age marriage is like a joke when you look at the celebrities i mean they That's get married right. today divorced tomorrow yeah, yeah. they're dating their the, your their husband's uh what's it called the best man that was at their wedding like it's, it's like yeah, a God, joke no. 
the gardener of the of the of the of the, ex, or the, or the even the father or the brother you know things yeah. are getting, getting very deep you know but yeah. I, I want to even even get to the point you know the, the Christian side so the Christian marriages right it's that you know I know you know in my, I know we're in different countries right but I, even in my own circle mm-hmm. I know a lot of Christian brothers and Christian sisters who are married but they're not happy Right? right happy is not obviously the, you know, happy is not about it doesn't what keeps you together it doesn't make you married or anything but it is part of you being glad to be where you are and happy to continue in your mm-hmm. in your marital you know journey but i think mm-hmm. one of the main things i find and this could be back to the scripture is one of the first sins in the bible which is pride right all right because pride literally i for me i feel destroys a lot of things of course it stops you from being able to be vulnerable mm-hmm. it stops you from sometimes even communicating and mm-hmm. um, it creates you know sometimes even unforgiveness you know because right. Right. Or, or, or lack of investment because you're holding back right. you know or you're feeling like there's something about this person and it's like in marriage Christian or not this part I feel like people compete a lot with one another with mm-hmm. unforgetting that you're on the same team Mm-hmm. You know, oh, she's earning more money than me. How is that possible? Check your yeah. pride, my brother. Oh, he's he's my man. No, he's God's man. Stop yeah. getting jealous when women approach him to speak. You know, or, or they approach him and think that oh, he's gonna he's going somewhere. He's God's man first. Yeah, you know. Well, oh, that's oh, why foundation is so important on both ends and also together as a union both people need to be grounded in the presence of god grounded in christ know who they are first what they will and will not do before they start to uh create a union and put these two foundations together because um as you said pride like i told you earlier on where where you have um uh, both genders competing with each other is like you can't compete you can you cannot compete with each other you are not the same it's like apples and oranges yeah. so the men are wired a certain way and they, there are certain actions that they will do and women are wired a certain way and there's certain actions that she she will do and you cannot compete with each other it's unhealthy completely yeah. unhealthy yeah and yeah, and I think I think until you said you get these kind of understanding, these issues continue. And that's why I said the lack of knowledge usually is the issue. Sometimes mm-hmm. you know we men and, and and the ladies they know what's what needs to be done, but the element of either submitting, the element of either you know co- uh, for men committing, so mm-hmm. submitting and committing from both parties is usually something that nowadays what I found is it's never a hundred percent. It's that mm-hmm. we are competing. We feel like you know, either there's a there's a there's a bridge somewhere where the communication is, mm-hmm. it's not hundred percent. It's like you right. get in a relationship and then you feel like the person is competing with you. They they're not right. really giving you, you know, like that total honesty, that total clarity, that total support that you should be getting from mm-hmm. a partner. Before you find out, you know, it's that oh well because the other day you got this job and I don't see you anymore. You you you've not become the breadwinner. Yo, we're mm-hmm. on the same team. Right, right, right. What's wrong with her earning more? Because this is real life stories I'm giving you right now. Of course, yeah. Partner earning more money than you, you're getting upset while the woman is still supporting you, right? Right. Not to say you're a bad person because you're not earning as much money. She's still, she's independent, right? Mm -hmm. She is Mm -hmm. still 
been, you know, as the Bible says, an entrepreneur. She's known in the city gates. This woman, right? She is still bringing bread back and saying, "Listen, Amen. this is what I earned last week. Yeah. Let's put it together. Let's invest it again. Let's, let's, you know." The Bible says that the woman she invests in property. That's in it. Real estate. That's you know it. I mean? She is. She is not a woman that sits at home. Right. Literally, she isn't. And I feel a lot of men in Christianity, we follow this religious view, but we don't really understand that there's more to women than just sitting at home, in your bedroom, in the kitchen, and mm-hmm. just waiting to serve you at every point. She also has right. a purpose. Yep. She also has a purpose. And I encourage every man and every woman who's listened to this podcast to read Proverbs 31. Read it very clearly and see that women also have a purpose. That's you it. have a clear purpose. There's a, there's there is something brilliant about that woman in that scripture that shows you that you were actually that backbone of that home. Mm-hmm. And yeah. until that, we men and the ladies get full knowledge of our our capabilities and also what the Lord has given us to do on this planet as ours. You said you have apples and oranges. We know right. that we're not on the same level, but we have a purpose. We have mm-hmm. something to achieve. I cannot do what a woman can do. That's not my purpose. Exactly. As much as exactly. I can try, but I can't do it because it's not it's not wired. I'm not wired for that stuff. Exactly. Right? And the same exactly. as women are not wired for what men have to do. I can't tell a woman how to be a woman. I can't. I can only mm-hmm. point to what the Lord says. You cannot tell a man how to be a man. You can only point him to what the Lord says. But the moment we start to jump into all these different uh, categories and tell the men how to be a man, we must be without any biblical backing. You're running a, 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 a dangerous, dangerous field. This is why this full for me, I'll be honest with you. What I find is that feminism is a beautiful thing. But when it comes to the toxic, toxic feminism, for me, it's so, it's so ungodly. Don't let me get me done. started. I know, I know, but I just touching it briefly. It's not about this, but it's so ungodly to the point where it's 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 stripping, it's stripping away the layers of what makes a man a man and what makes a woman yes. a woman. Yes, yes, very, very worrying. Yes, it's it's one of those things. I I I think I touched on it a little bit earlier, where where if it is on the basis of equality in the sense that we're doing the same job and we should be paid equally i'm all for it but if it is about me competing to be like you Mm. then we're getting ridiculous because you are created the way how you are created and i'm created the way that i'm created and the thing is this whole how this um this feminism how it has developed or should i say uh been degraded uh over the years now it's about uh it went from i can do everything that a man can do to now i can become the man and it's a lie i i got into a debate with somebody when um it was mother's day and i don't know it was father's day sorry and um i think i said happy father's day to all the fathers something like that and she made a comment saying well i'm a single mother so i was i'm mother and father to the child i said no you are fulfilling your role as a mother you can't cross over and take the role of a father because you don't know what it is to be a father 
Yes, your job as a mother is harder because you're a single mother, but don't ever for a second think that because you're a single mother, you have crossed realms and become a father too. A father offers something to a child that a mother cannot offer. And that is because he knows what it is to be a man. And especially if you're talking about raising boy children, you can raise them to the best of your ability and raise them to be responsible young men. But there is something that a man offers that a woman cannot offer. And it's sort of like it hurts our ego when somebody says that, but that is the truth. Even if a father is a single father, he cannot tell a female how to be a female. He can raise that child up the best way that he can, Mm -hmm. but he can't claim and say that he is father and mother. He's father, period, full stop. He's father. Mm -hmm. And that is the extent of his capability as a parent. Mm -hmm. So I think that is one of those things that, uh, again, the competition between genders, it is becoming ridiculous now we're in a world where it's uh you know gender fluidity and the lines are getting blurred and that's what allows for a lot of these things to happen but at the end of the day there is male and female and you cannot compete with one to become who they are and even if you remove the whole gender aspect of it god created us in such a unique way even between two women one person cannot become the other person because god has created us so uniquely you know Mm -hmm. so um it's really sad to see what is going on in uh in society right now yeah and you know in relation to what you said about you know like you know a woman raising a single child and you know not really being able to fill a man's role i mean i can attest to being raised by a woman you know i, I mm-hmm. haven't had my father in my life you know so i've been raised by by a woman you know since i was a child and mm-hmm. um, raised by my grandfather for most of it um but mainly by my mother so i can attest to the fact that not having a man i had to learn things by myself on the fly right and right. some things I still I'm not still aware of because I'm still learning them, but I should have been more aware as a child if I had a man in my life, you know. Right. So right. It, it, it's something where that you know God has a purpose for both parties. You know, when we start to eliminate one out of the other, we start to slowly try. And I'm not saying everybody does this. We start to slowly, you start to slowly build resentment yeah. against the other sex. Mm-hmm. You know. For because yes, somebody might have hurt you in the past. A man might have cheated on you. A woman, a woman might have cheated on you. They might have mm-hmm. hurt you. You know, they might have done other gruesome things to you. I pray you find peace. But it's something where you ha- you can't paint everybody with the same brush. No, no. And this is why. And this is why things get deep. And that's what I'm saying. In, in a Christian relationship, the pride, the unforgiveness, is a problem. Because unforgiveness, yeah. and I said this in other podcasts before, unforgiveness is like a sickness. If you mm-hmm. let it go. Because it starts to create some 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 deep 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 uh, uh, um, kind of like wounds, a, wounds and and Interesting like, wounds. yeah yeah and you keep picking at the scab each time yeah each time yeah it starts yeah. to heal and you think that you, you're gonna you're gonna move forward but you really can't because you haven't forgiven yourself you haven't right. forgiven the person so you can't move on it doesn't affect the person of a person it only affects you and yeah. it only affects your walk. It's you the know? truth. Yeah. 
it's very it's very unfortunate i think people find that think that unforgiveness is a sign of weakness but it's it's funny it actually uh, takes more strength for you to forgive <laughs> you know you have to exert more strength to for, forgive somebody than to hold a grudge it's easy to hold a grudge um society allows you to hold grudges they will say that you're justified in doing so because this person did xyz to you therefore uh your feelings are validated and there's a certain element of truth to that in terms of their hurt uh i won't say that the hurt necessarily goes away but as for forgiveness it it takes more strength for you to forgive and if you find that you are incapable of doing it this is where the strength of the holy spirit comes in because some people have suffered some really traumatic things in their life and i get it yeah. i get it i totally get it i myself have experienced certain things and i and i totally get it it's one of those things that if you if you are truly willing it starts with your willingness if you're serious about your your self healing you see on instagram they're talking about self love and you they <laughs> they you tell, they tell you to light candles take a bath yeah. and you know give yourself a facial and all this kind of stuff well i think one of the biggest acts of self love is asking the holy spirit to help you to forgive and and let and let it go and let your heart be free that's I right i think that's one of the best acts of self love that you can do because after you've done all of the facials and pedicures and waxing and exfoliation and you still walk around with a heavy heart uh, a heart that is not able to trust a heart that is always fearful and and Hardly. for some of us we push away good things in our yep. life because we're wondering what's the catch what are you what are you coming to do to me it's not that's not life when christ says that he's come to give us life and life more abundantly so i think the mm -hmm. ultimate act of self love is to ask the spirit of god to help you forgive in the areas where you where it is difficult for you to do so amen i pray that we trust the lord in every situation the lord there's nothing that's too big there's nothing that is too small that the lord can't fix there's no Amen. situation that he hasn't heard of the bible even tells us there's nothing new under the sun so there's right. nothing that you're experiencing right now that people before you and people after you will not you know have or would not go through or the lord has never heard before the situation right. is not that unique it's quite right. common actually you know so mm -hmm. i encourage every christian both male and female to be vocal about their situations because I, I, you know I don't want to take off topic but I just feel like us Christians a lot of us actually like to put, give an image mm -hmm. because you're a mm -hmm. Christian everything is going well not usually okay. no alright speak mm -hmm. about the problem so younger people who are seeking marriage or men or women who are seeking some kind of clarity as to how did they dis how did they discern you know how right. did they pick or how did they choose you know, or, 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 or somebody that's willing and somebody that's good for not just for their body, which I'm talking about lust now, but I'm talking right. about their spiritual gain, right? And yeah. also for yeah. purpose, you know? Right. So it's very important. And I wanted to ask before, before we finish, because it's almost close to uh, an hour, we're going to be hitting soon. But okay. I, wanted, I wanted to ask a question. Mm -hmm. I've had some of my female friends ask me, and I, this is probably best, you know, coming from you. To, to answer this question as well is that okay. a woman says oh I have a few men that should interest in me 
these men have made um, certain promises or you know or, you know you know I'll say oh, oh Vanessa you're amazing oh I, I see I see the Lord in you I I I I, I really want to put a ring on your hand and I'm 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 gonna do this I'm gonna do that I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but there's been no acts on it right mm-hmm. and the woman is telling me that she is waiting right for this yeah. man to make a move in other words you know put some of his words in action mm-hmm. would you would you advise for that woman to to wait would would you would you would you feel do you feel that she should still keep on maybe i don't, I don't know say dating or looking elsewhere how how what do you think about that oh that's a dicey um question i i feel like my response may be in two parts um number one goes back to where god is taking her um i feel like (laughs) i kind of feel sometimes that when when we get into these predicaments we still have not fully assessed the plan of god for our life yet so we kind of wait around twiddling our fingers waiting for somebody else's plan for our Mm. life (laughs) To, mm. to manifest so it's sort of like okay well i'm i'm gonna wait around and see what he does and then after i know what i'm gonna do afterwards like what my next step will be whereas it's like nabu like god has this plan for your life and you sitting around waiting for him for his plan for for this guy's plan for your life to manifest it it kind of makes me feel like okay you still haven't figured your own yet you know mm-hmm. um so in so i wouldn't i mean like it, it's it's sort of like you kind of have to assess this person like the bible says no man no no man after the flesh mm-hmm. pray on it um see what he's all about and christianity is practical so um you look at actions it's not just only preach preach. (laughs) hold on hold on hold on let's let's rewind that again you said (laughs) christianity is what practical amen let's say that one more time for the people in the back christianity is what practical <laughs> bless listen glory be to god because one thing i'll say sorry to cut you one thing no, i'll brother. quickly say is that <laughs> the bible tells me this scripture comes to mind i can't remember exactly but the lord says be wary of men that spew honey from their lips i think mm. that's i think that's in proverbs too, as well right uh-huh. because sometimes we we focus on things that are not even it's it's hopes and dreams yeah there's nothing that's it's a pipe dream. Nothing has mm-hmm. been you can't, you're not you can't invest in anything that it's nope. non-practical. Right. Right? Right. Right. <laughs> Christianity so, uh, is practical. It's all about deed. The Bible says faith without deed is dead. Yeah. yeah. That's it. So it's it's one of those things that while you are praying, you're also looking at the actions. Um and and that's the kind of thing that also helps you weed out who is who is going to be a life partner uh and who is just who just likes the idea of marrying you hmm. so uh i think is one of those things that you know 
where where there is no action the person is saying oh i'm just being patient no there is no action on his part for you to make that assumption that things are going to change in the future and then also let's not also fall for the guilt trip because some people some guys too when the woman is getting fed up and they feel like they're losing something good then they'll say i will do this i will do that and then last for all of a week or two or a month and then after they've reverted back to their old ways so um i i would say women be vigilant is one of those things like don't have your head in a cloud yeah god the way that god answers prayer is so practical a lot of times whereas you're pre- you like when you're praying about a person you also have to be open to the idea that it is not him not don't become so attached to the idea that mm. it's him it's him it's him a lot of times we we've already decided oh it's him and then when you go to prayer you want to bend god in mm. order for him to answer in the way that you want him to answer because you've mm. already developed feelings for this person mm. and god was like i was trying to show you from the get go that this ain't it and and you're seeing that it's not it you're seeing that it's not it and you're just like trying to pack. bend his arm they're looking at <laughs> they're looking at six pack uh-huh. exactly exactly and you can you cannot bend god's arm god is sovereign god is like listen it's not him if you like if you like take my counsel if you don't like fine you'll see what will happen to you continue and the next thing you know we're the ones that end up broken hearted and i've done this before i've definitely done this before you know So it's one of those things that when you're praying be genuine in your prayer and be open to if God says no. His answer isn't yes all the time. His answer sometimes is no. And the way that he tells you no is that he he will shine your eye very well for you to That's see right. that the person's right. actions are not lining up with his words and then you take your decision after that. He's not going to force you to do anything because when when all hell broke loose in the garden of Eden what did Adam say he said is the woman you gave me lord so from then the lord le- learned his lesson and he doesn't hook anybody up after oh, that he just exactly. presents you with the evidence and you make your decision your choice that's right you make your choice that's yeah. right <laughs> yeah glory, glory be to the is it glory be to the most high and i think, I think that, that question that I, i gave to you was you know epitome of a, of a lot of issues right now that we're dealing with even with the men that we know mm-hmm. when somebody's not right for us right but we right. fall in love with attributes you know right sexual right. attributes right. you know physical right. attributes that we're thinking that yeah, yeah yeah but she does this though so i'm going to see how it goes but you know in your heart of your heart of your heart that mm-hmm. this ain't going to be good for you long term but we right. still try to deceive ourselves not deceive god but to deceive ourselves because you said that again christianity is practical the lord yeah. shows you signs in practicality practi- i can't say the word i got the practicality practicality i'm not giving the word i was about to blow the english dictionary but yeah it's okay you can make up your own words i'll understand <laughs> Practic- practicality he shows us signs yeah. of practicality where you would the woman might say something the man might say something or, or, or there might there might be some cracks in your story yeah. some chips right. in your armor will be taking it like i know maybe it's just me i'm the one that's overthinking things and then when you find it it's not really you it's the lord is showing you but because you're stubborn like jonah yep. and we think we can yep. go on our own journey i think that oh yeah yeah i'd go around this way she'd be all right but lord is saying mm-hmm. no that's the wrong mm-hmm. way but we're mm-hmm. over we're over indulging in things that we should not even be looking at like the images exactly. that we see 
and we think that yeah because he looks this way he looks like Brad Pitt he looks like Will Smith he looks like it's got to be him Lord you know I like a man that looks like Nas Lord I like a woman oh, that looks Lord. like Beyonce she looks like Beyonce so it has to be her because she might not be a Christian but because she has Beyonce's body she's perfect right right right, right. because the Bible says even when when um when Jesse brought out his sons right and mm-hmm. um, the prophet went and was like, you know, the Lord says one of your one of your sons is going to be the king, mm-hmm. and he brought out all them other ones and other right. ones, some other other stuff, and and what did he say? Because I don't look on the outward appearance, I look on the the heart, heart. right? Inside, you know, a lot yeah. of us, both men and women, are not patient to know what's inside the heart. We look no. for an outer shell. You know how we buy biscuits? You know when when the wrapper looks nice. Yeah, oh, that biscuit must be delicious. You open it, and some of them taste like crap. <laughs> you see what I mean? But if we took time to let the find out what the manufacturer says about this piece, what is actually yeah. in the ingredients, read mm-hmm. it before you open it, you might find that ah, this is not for me. This has so many calories, so many sugar, it's gonna rot right. my teeth. Some right. of these women, some of these men are not good for you, they're not good mm-hmm. for your health. They will rot your spiritual teeth. They will rot and, your flesh spiritually. And and I wanted to add, like sometimes when you've worked up yourself to the point where you have already decided that you want to be with this person and you claim that you're praying on it, but really you're just praying that God agrees with you. Sometimes <laughs> it will even it will even um reach into your dream realm where you start saying, you. Oh, I'm having dreams about this person and you think it's a confirmation from God. But it's no. The, and you have familiar spirits who they know that's what you want. So the enemy can give you dreams as well not everything is a godly experience a godly supernatural experience so you have people now they start saying oh i had a dream about him and he's the one god confirmed it it's not god confirming it this the human psyche is very interesting where you once you are pondering about something long enough it will find its way into your dream realm that's right and it's one of those things that we have to be vigilant about because the enemy uses every and any tactic you know, um, God can speak in dreams. The enemy can can use dreams. Is you you can't rely on supernatural experiences to decipher who is a mate for you because that did not happen in the Bible. That did exactly. not happen. That's not how God functions. He gives you practical tools, common sense for you to be able to decipher who is a proper mate. And if you start getting those dreams that this person is the one you have to line it up with scripture and line it up with the person's actions because otherwise it's just one of those uh deceitful dreams that the enemy is sending to you you know trying to ensnare you if you look at the bible um uh, what's it called saul wanted to ensnare david and he said i will give him my daughter michael as a snare unto him and so it's not every gift that is of God oh, there's God. certain there's certain things that come your way and you have to know to refuse it and that's where you start to pay attention to the person's actions Being what they stand the for are they grounded in the in the presence of God not just the house of God but the presence of God and you will know by the way that they speak the things that they portray the their character is a lot of things that you have to observe 100% and you know you said that thing about being in the house of the Lord for me I, I have come across a lot of people that 
women, I'm not, I'm not gay, but a lot, a lot of women that mm-hmm. they, they portray that Christian mm-hmm. outlook, right? So it's right. easy for you to look at somebody in a church and be like, oh my God, that sister is amazing. You right. know? But until right. you look at the act outside of the church, right, exactly, you get more of an understanding because for most men who are Christian men like myself who are looking for a wife or who are in that zone right now or looking for somebody to marry, you know, mm-hmm. they, we focus more on just Sunday. Right. right. So we just go to church on Sunday. Oh, go to church. Find yourself a sister. You know, find somebody that's <laughs> not somebody in faith. You go to the church on a Sunday. You see, you see Sister Julie. Sister Julie is praising, singing every Sunday, right? Right. You know, right. So let me get to Sister Julie. You're ready in your mindset without even praying. Seek you first, right? You've right. already formed an understanding. Yeah, this is the woman for me. I see her. I see her one day about six days in the week. Who did you know? Yep. Sister Julie. It's out in the club on Saturday. You see? She, she is she is she is getting drunk on Friday. It's you know? the duly wife. So it's like, you know, then you start to realize I said, you know, these not just I listen, I'm not trying to even judge anybody if you if you live your life in that way and your conviction is not going to that point. Cool. Mm-hmm. But for some men, we are looking for women who will go by the book 24 right. 7. Okay. Right. So it's like, you know, you're going all those things there, you're pushing a different image on a Sunday. And for everybody, it's confusing. And we already know. The Bible right. says, or the Lord says, He's not a God of confusion. That does not That's exist it. in Christianity when it comes to Christ. It. And That's it's it. knowing and letting God give you, all right? As you said, everything is practical. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and all shall be added unto you. Letting God know what you're looking for, because He knows mm-hmm. you, you need to yeah. communicate. And then you sure. need to give Him the authority and say, Lord, this is the woman that I like. Yeah, whether right, it's right. physically, spiritually, or everything in one, fine, that's cool. But trust him enough, as you said earlier, that if he says, "Listen, Vanessa, it's a no," listen, mm-hmm. Femi, it's a no to say, "Ah, Father, why now?" But okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but okay, I trust you because the Bible says again <laughs> in Proverbs in, in Revelation where he says, um, "For I know the plans I have for you, plans for you mm-hmm. to prosper, plans for you to grow." I perhaps you to have an expected end. So if the mm-hmm. Lord is saying everything for me that he's doing for me is for me to prosper and to grow, nothing by him saying no means it's denial of me having something beautiful. It's right. just saying not this person or not this right. time. Maybe right. next week, maybe tomorrow, maybe in three days' time, but it's not mm. this person. But we need to right. be at peace with that. Right, exactly. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah yeah it's amazing and I, and I think you know we, we've covered a few things you know maybe we've jumped around a, a few things but I feel like you know for the ladies I hope that you know you know they might write in and let me know if you want to hear from Vanessa again in terms of like this topic she's, gonna, she's not going to be the last time you're going to hear from her but I, I wanted to bring <laughs> Vanessa on <laughs> so just you know give her own ideas and from a godly principle as well and she, she she's really giving us that and giving me things a lot to think about even as a man for myself and she's raised the bar to be honest in in, in the way and in the way i think in terms of like what a godly woman and how you know if i was seeking a wife i'm looking to get married think i should be thinking of as a man mm-hmm. think my partner should be thinking of as a woman you know, and so we can actually have a, a prosperous, you know, rest of our lives. So, Jennifer, I want to say thank you. I want to say God bless you. Thank you for coming on this podcast. I know you had some <laughs> some, <laughs> some uh, reservations. 
I could have died. <laughs> well, you could have, but I know you had some reservations in terms of like, you know, coming back on, you know, public speaking, but hearing yeah. you speak, it doesn't sound like you have any issues with that, man. <laughs> I, have a, I have a good poker face. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. This, 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 this is amazing. And I, and I said, you know, the Lord will continue to bless you. He will enrich you. Mm-hmm. He will bless the work of your hands. You know, and, mm-hmm. and I pray that from this moment on, that whatever it is that you seek, for what that you've done for us on Triple OG, and with people that are listening, and people who are going to be saved and blessed by the words that you've spoken, the Lord will bless you a thousand times over. In the name Amen. of Jesus. Amen. Receive it. Receive Amen. it Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. This is not the last time. And guys, <laughs> You're letting me know from be, now. <laughs> this is not going to be the last time. This is a lovely Vanessa. Oh. She's all the way in Canada, right? Yes, I'm all, the way in, I'm all the way in in the UK. You know, so God is good. And um, yeah, thank you guys for joining us, guys. And we'll catch you on the next one. Stay blessed. <laughs>